Marguerite Steph from Cocktails with a Blonde and Brunette. Today I am on my own. Uh, Kate has recorded a lovely podcast for you on her own also. With quarantine, the new lockdowns, and our busy schedules, we just didn't have time to meet up this week. Uh, So we decided we would take a moment and try and do a podcast on our own and see if you like it. Uh, Kate gave some great tips on communication. So today I'm going to talk about what I'm passionate about, which is numerology. Some of you may have heard of numerology before. A lot of people know of it's 1111, make a wish. That is numerology. 11 is a master number. You put it in there twice, you make a wish. Your wishes are more likely to come true. As some people know 444, your angels are watching. Again, numerology. Uh, So we're going to talk about the numerology of 2020 today. So there's two ways that you can find your numerology of 2020. We can do just a general 2020 numerology uh, where you take the two and the two in 2020, you add them together to get four. So overall, the year 2020 is a four year. We'll get into detail about what that means. But if you want to know specifically what your number is for 2020, you use your date of birth. So instead of taking the month, the day, and the year that you were born, you would take the month that you're born, add it to the day that you were born, and then add it to 2020. So how we do that is, for example, I was born August 21st, so 08, 21, 2020. How we add that up is we do the 8 plus the 2 plus the 1 plus the two, plus the two. And then eventually we end up with the number 15. And then we break that 15 down into the number six, one plus five. So in numerology, you're always breaking down your number to its smallest form. Unless of course you get a master number, which would be an 11, a 22 or a 33. So for myself, 2020 is a six year. Six is all about love, self-love, finding your dreams, figuring out what it is you truly want. And for me, That was very clear for 2020. For the rest of you, I'm going to do a general overview of 2020, why it is the way it was, why a lot of us spiritual people predicted it wasn't going to be the easiest year, and why some of you may have thrived throughout. Uh, So for anybody who's not familiar with numerology, it's essentially the belief that There's a relationship spiritually between a number and coinciding events. Um, So it's the study of the numerical value of letters and words, names, ideas. A lot of people tend to use birth dates to put numerology to use for you personally. Um, But with your name, your name has a vibration using numbers. Uh, Your last name has a vibration using numbers. So you can really kind of do a lot with numerology, even for your business. Um, If you have a business name and you want to know the vibe your business name is putting out in a numerological sense, we can also do the numerology of that. Every number has a meaning. Every number corresponds with a planet or a color. So like I said today, we're going to focus on 2020 because it was a shit show for most people. And I want to kind of give you a little bit of insight as to why. So when you take the two and the two, it adds up to four. Four in numerology uh, coincides with the planet Uranus. Uranus, essentially, uh, you can think of it as like a heightened Mercury. Uh, So all of those Mercury retrogrades that we had this year were actually at like a higher octave than normal. 
So if Mercury retrogrades didn't used to kind of mix your life up or affect you in any way, this year you probably were thinking some weeks, what is going on in the universe? Well, that would be your Mercury retrograde. And because Uranus is the planet essentially of 2020, all of these retrogrades have been heightened at a different octave than usual. So if you normally feel the retrogrades, I feel for you because it was a rough year. We had more Mercury retrogrades this year than I think we have in the past few years. So it was a very cosmically charged kind of year. That's why, again, a lot of businesses have been struggling. Technology has been kind of our main source of communicating with people, which also kind of puts the Mercury retrograde right in our face because, I mean, there's things out of your control and that's what Mercury retrograde does is it takes things, mixes them up and puts them out of your control. Um, Uranus also represents like the unusual aspects of your life. So again, unusual, we've had police brutality. We've had the defund the police protests. We've had Black Lives Matter protests. We've had the famous U.S. election going on, uh, which was very unusual this year. If you actually watched any of it, um, it was it was a lot. Um, also, quarantine, COVID nineteen, very unusual. We've had things come up in the past, like SARS, Ebola. Um, the Zika virus, and we've managed to contain all those. This year, it was very unusual. We're kind of living in a pandemic. You could have predicted it was going to come. It comes about every hundred years, according to science and documents from the past. So as much as it was predicted, the fact that it's a four-year in Uranus, you kind of knew it was coming this year. It came at the beginning of the year because this year was meant to kind of let go, um, process, things that are out of your control. So at least it's giving us like a whole year to do it as opposed to retrogrades and planets going direct, which only gives us a few weeks, maybe a few months if we're lucky to kind of deal with um, our shit that comes up. So for Uranus, um, it symbolizes kind of that inventive power, exchange of power, um, great world change, riots, tensions, revolutions, Um, And because it is the higher octave of Mercury, there were times throughout this year where everything kind of seemed uncertain. People were looting, they were going crazy, doing these protests. Like there were some peaceful protests, there were some not so peaceful protests. So you can expect that in a year year that is ruled by Uranus. Um, All unusual stuff's coming up. And that's why it was kind of like a funky, weird year. Like every time you turned on the news, there was something new that collectively we were arguing about or debating about or trying to make change about. Some things we did really well on, other things we're still working on. Um, So again, all the things that kind of came up this year go are quite fitting with Uranus. Um, And so that kind of explains why we started off the year the way that we did. And now it's kind of calming itself because I believe all of our Mercury retrogrades are done for the year. Um, there's another one I think coming up in the new year, but for right now, I think we're okay. Um, so not to worry about that. Those energies have kind of come and gone the last little bit of 2020 going into about December 21st. It's a little bit calmer. We're kind of processing our thoughts, the things that have happened over the year. We are put into another semi lockdown, depending on where you live. 
So it's allowing us kind of another opportunity to sit with ourselves and our thoughts and really kind of clear what we don't want and manifest the things that we do want going into 2021. So 2020 also adds up to the number four. And the number four signifies change and disruption, basically, of the old order. So all the things we used to be able to do, we can't do anymore. We do groceries differently. We're talking to our families differently. Instead of having therapy in person, we're doing it online. Some people haven't left their house since March. If you used to work out or do a yoga class, you may be doing those now at home or via Zoom. So there's been a lot of change and disruption. Uh, The presidents are changing in the United States. Uh, We've had to watch our government actually work every day at a pandemic, as opposed to all the other things that the government should be working on. So it's, it's really, we've watched this year how life has changed and how quickly something like a pandemic or a coronavirus or COVID-19, whatever you want to call it, how quickly that can change everything in an instant. Those people who live for travel can't travel right now. So basically everything that we kind of planned for this year and thought was going to happen didn't, or if it did, it happened in a different way. If you were getting married, your guest list might've got smaller, your wedding might've gotten canceled. If you're having a child, it was a very different experience. So basically anything that we planned for in this number four year changed or kind of threw us off our feet a little bit, but it's also so that we could really look at what's important in life and kind of clear and let go of all the things that don't serve us anymore. Our old beliefs about ourselves, relationships, healthcare, our jobs, uh, the people in our lives. We've kind of learned who's there for the long haul and who's not, who supported you throughout this year and who didn't. Although keep in mind, some people just weren't capable of um, reaching out and helping people this year. We all kind of went through our own thing. But personally for you, this was kind of the time that March to June, August to kind of sit down and really analyze your life. And for some of us, that looked amazing. It was creating a new business. It was changing your career. It was more time with your children. It was more time with your spouse, uh, time to do the things that you love. For other people, it was time to kind of actually slow down and sit with your thoughts So regardless of whether it was positive or negative thoughts or positive or negative things, we were all kind of forced to let go of our old beliefs, structures, and all the things that kind of don't align with our truth and who we actually are. So it gave us a good time to kind of clear all the stuff that's not going to fit next year, all the stuff we don't want to bring with us, all the stuff we've been carrying on our backs for God knows how many years. So it was really a good opportunity to do that, but it was also an opportunity to learn that control is not always in our hands and that we do always kind of have to be prepared to expect the unexpected. So it's kind of like that live every day to the fullest because you don't know when it's going to be the last time you can travel or the last time you can ride your bike or the last time you can walk into a grocery store without a mask on, buy your goods without waiting in line, all of these things. Uh, So for 2020, the four number it was fitting. Um, I don't think there's anything I said about 2020 or the number four, anybody would disagree with there. Um, So as you can see, there's a bit of a trend between the number, the planet and the year. 
about basically just letting go of the things that don't serve you and trying to fill your space up with the things that do. So that being said, there's also colors that go along with the number four, which we can also apply to 2020. Uh, Those colors would be yellow and deep turquoise. Individually, very pretty colors. You put them together, they're still pretty because you have the elements of the yellow in the blue and you also have the elements of the blue and the yellow. When you put blue and yellow together, it makes green. Green is actually the color for 2021. So it's setting us up for next year. So with the yellow, most people think of fun, the sunshine, love and laughter. So the sun essentially is the color yellow. It's the planet that goes with the color yellow. And it basically brings out the happiness, the optimism, creativity. It's enlightening. It's uh, it's just a really fun color. And so with the yellow, we've learned to kind of relax, find more things that we love to do. Uh, maybe you learned how to cook in the kitchen. Maybe you experimented by making bread, pizza dough. Maybe you started doing paintings. Maybe you started a podcast. Um, a lot of creative fun things came up. A lot of people got to golf more than they used to. So it was kind of finding that like play and that fun part of 2020. Uh, The yellow also though does have kind of a dark side lurking in the background. All colors have positives and negatives to them. That's why they affect us so much. And we have favorite colors. Um, Your favorite color might change throughout your life and it's really just what you're vibrating towards. Uh, So for the darker part of the yellow, you're looking at like kind of like cowardism, betrayal, um, a little bit of madness, a little bit of ego coming into play. Addictions can come up. So for some people, the yellow part of 2020 came up more. They maybe created some new addictions, realized some addictions, dealt with some of those things. Um, Egos came into play for sure when you talk about vaccines, coronavirus, anti-mask, for a mask, um, is the government doing a good job? I could do a better job. All those different things, control, um, betrayal came into play in many ways for a lot of people. And it could have been as simple as you feel betrayed by the people who aren't wearing masks, or you feel betrayed that people are quote unquote, what they say um, are being sheep and following the government. There's so many different things that you could put around betrayal also for this year. So just recognizing if you're falling more into the fun parts of the yellow or the latter parts of the yellow. This kind of sits on top of the turquoise when you look at the actual colors of the year. So we kind of started with the yellow, which would be like that first couple months of the year where we thought it was gonna be really positive. It's a new year, new goals. And then come March, it was still yellow because it it was, oh, we're going to get like a two to three week vacation, maybe a month off. I don't think a lot of people really saw the whole severity of the lockdown and the coronavirus coming. Uh, So in the beginning, a lot of us focused on the yellow parts of 2020. Uh, We learned how to make bread. I know, well, I watched anyway. Um, New habits, we got to sleep in, we to maybe nourish our bodies a little bit more if we were on that positive side. And if we were on the negative, we probably are one of those people who gained that COVID-20, the 20 pounds, um, just eating food, drinking too much, maybe watching too much TV, not really doing much to 
enhance ourselves or make ourselves better. So watch what part you fall into. Um, you could still be in the yellow mix as like the, especially the latter half of it really follows us. Or maybe, you know, you created businesses and, and good things in the beginning of the year with the yellow, uh, your creative side was flourishing. So just kind of look at, did you fall more into the positives or the negatives? If you found you were more in the negative side, Try to wear more yellow, put more yellow around the home, maybe get yourself some flowers, a yellow t-shirt, maybe a throw pillow or a blanket, just something that will draw you to the yellow um, and hopefully you could pick up more of the optimistic sides of it. And again, if you find you were flourishing in the yellow, keep doing what you're doing and by all means, add more yellow. The next color that kind of sits underneath that is the deep turquoise. Turquoise is all about like communication, but in this day and age, it's like communication with technology. Um, So the color turquoise actually helps to kind of open the lines of communication between the heart and the actual words that we speak. Um, It's a friendly, happy color. Most people look at turquoise and they think of the ocean, they think of beaches, waves. So if you are kind of feeling a little bit down, a little bit depressed, a little defeated. The turquoise part of 2020, if you have like a nice hot shower, a nice bath, if you live near a beach, go go to the beach, look at the ocean, put your toes in the sand and the water. That will kind of help you to pick up on more of the positive aspects of turquoise and allow you to have that better communication from your heart. I know a lot of us are speaking to people over technology, telephone and Zoom. So you don't get that energy exchange, you don't get the hug, you don't get the kiss. Um, So it's a little bit harder to communicate from the heart. So by wearing turquoise or having some turquoise around you, even if it's just in your mind, you're manifesting that, you know, there's this turquoise bubble around you that will help you with more of those conversations Um, or even in your home, if it's getting a little bit tense because you're seeing people more often than you normally would in your home uh, if you live together. Just just holding that turquoise color will help you have better conversations and hopefully they will lead to a more heartfelt place. Turquoise also controls our healing and our emotions. Um, So it helps us to create kind of emotional balance, emotional stability. If you think again, like waves on an ocean, they're up and down. And a lot of our emotions have been this year. So by really thinking about turquoise, you can kind of calm that roller coaster that we've been going on of emotions. And by the end of the year, it should balance itself. You should have some kind of balance in terms of your emotions, or at least be aware of what they are and have kind of an action plan of what to do with it. The color recharges our spirits during times of mental stress. It helps to alleviate feelings of loneliness. I know a lot of people are quarantined alone or you have family in long-term care homes who they, you know, they haven't been able to visit their family and friends. Uh, they haven't had that personal touch. They haven't had as many visitors. And especially around the holidays, um, it's good to kind of alleviate that feeling of loneliness. So again, by wearing the color, um, going and playing with some water, it will kind of help you to mentally check into the vibration of that color. Um, ease some of that depression, that anxiety, that tiredness, that aloneness, and give you like a little bit of uh, kind of hope for the new year. Um, So again, that yellow sits on top of the turquoise. And if you mix yellow and blue, you get green. 
2021 will be green. Um, it is the number five. Uh, so it is the hermit. Is no, It's known as the hermit number, number five, the green. Uh, so some of us might retreat in 2021 as well, but it'll be on a different level. It'll be more healing of the heart, heart chakra, heart center. Um, so 2021, as much as it's not looking like it's going to be any easier than 2020, it is going to ease up for us a little bit. We do have a little bit less egos going into 2021. We will have a little bit more information and hopefully um, we can collectively come together globally um, to fight this pandemic, the quarantine, the riots, the Black Lives Matter, the defund the police, all these things that have happened in 2020. Hopefully we can come to a place in 2021 where there's not as much ego into play with all of these things. It's more just facts and love and light. Um, so that's what I'm hoping for, for 2021. I know when people said 2019 sucked and 2020 would be better, I kind of just shook my head and said, no, 2021. Um, and that's just because I had the the feeling that with it being a four-year in Uranus, it wasn't going to be uh, the easiest vibration. And as we can see, it's almost the end of November, beginning of December, and it really hasn't been an easy year for a lot of people. So this year isn't necessarily a cure for the darkness that's around us or in us or globally. Rather, it's a way for us to kind of rise above the darkness, see it, acknowledge it, and try to manifest the things that we want in our lives, our hopes, our dreams, the people that we want around, and trying to kind of stay above the dark stuff, um, <clears throat> stay above your addictions, the things that you're noticing, the things that you don't want to carry with you into 2021. So it's kind of like we got like a whole year to figure out what we want our quote unquote new year resolutions to be. And we've had a whole year to kind of work on them and analyze them. It's different going through day-to-day -day life in a quote unquote normal world where we're busy, we have the kids, we have work. And for some of us, this hasn't changed, but the whole idea of 2020 wasn't for it to be a horrible year that kind of sunk us all into the ground or uh, put us in a piece of wood like a nail and just hammered us in. It was more so we could sit down and really just analyze the good and the bad and what comes from us, what we can control, what we cannot and really what's important in life. And I think what's important in life, we've all realized, is communication, connection, and our health. Things don't really matter when you take away the trips, the materialistic things, the things we used to enjoy, even just eating out at a restaurant, what's really left. And I think that's what 2020 was here to show us, is that um, we are enough. And if there's things we don't like about ourselves, in our situations, on some level, we do have the power to change that. So I hope that you enjoyed my little talk on numerology in 2020. If you want to know what your number was for 2020 for your life path, I'd be more than happy to share it with you in the group. Just drop your date of birth for me. No year needed, just the uh, day and month that you were born. And I'd be happy to give you your number for 2020. You can do that in our Patreon group or on our Facebook page, Cocktails with a Blonde and Brunette. You can send us a DM on Instagram at Cocktails with BB, and I would be more than happy to share that little bit of information with you. 
So I'm going to sign off today as I have a full day full of clients ahead. I know Kate's working with her clients today too. Um, it's good vibration in the air today. Today is a little bit gloomy outside, but if you really focus on that yellow power and the heartfelt words being spoken in the turquoise, I know that you can go out there and make somebody's day and have a great day yourself. Thank you all for listening to me talk about numerology today. And I hope that you have an absolutely fabulous day. And I look forward to talking to you with Kate again next week. Have a great day, everybody.